time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, cinematographer Cameron Shaw and educator Laurie Fisher. Now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne. Welcome, everybody, to Minds Over Matter. We hope you're having a lovely Saturday morning. We hope all your hatches are battened down and uh, you are snug and safe inside your house for the next hour because we are at audience participation quiz program. So what we are looking for is your participation. We want to hear from you, and we hope you will enjoy the show as a result of that. Uh, those two numbers are area code 415 Four one four one three four. Again, that's area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll free. Yes, we have a toll free number eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Again, that is eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. We'll be covering just about every subject. Uh, emphasis on the arts, uh, but uh, you know, we'll take we'll take your questions. And uh, we do want to hear from you. Uh, the earlier earlier you call in the show, the better, because we know we will get you on the air then. So uh, please make a note of that and let us hear from you soon. Also want you to know that you can email us at mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Uh, we prefer you call, but if you want to email, that is fine. That will pop up in front of me. And of course, if you want to hear us in live stream, visit kalw.org. And uh, if you'd like to hear the podcast, it should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show today, also at kalw.org and many other places, you know, Apple, Google, whatever. Uh, but start with KLW. I'm sure that would be appreciated. Again, those two numbers, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. We're going to start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. And here's the first. Cameron Shaw properly adhered to all of her Super Bowl superstitions and for once believes that this devastating loss is not her fault but instead may have had something to do with the athletes. Well, that's good. She's she's moving past the grief stage. Oh, I still blame you, Cameron, very much. So. You don't even know what my superstitions are. I, I don't need to know. I have to blame somebody, and I can't blame the team, so you're it. Oh, fair enough. All right. In order to pay tribute to last week's disappointing Super Bowl, at halftime of this week's Minds Over Matter, Lori Fisher will roller skate around the studio and miss a point after touchdown. And then the show will resume. I look forward to this immensely. They're going to happen. Everybody <laughs> stay, stay here for halftime. And any Girl Scout, they can get our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, to buy a box of cookies and a flavor he doesn't even like. Has a bright future in front of her. That's right. $6. $6 I'll never see again. But um, What'd you get? Uh, thin mints. I got those for my husband. I don't like thin mints. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, they, they give you that, uh, they give you that, um, you know, thousand yard stare 
And uh, I thought they were going to put the slug on me for a minute, but, but <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I broke down and then got a box. So a you want to help the Girl Scouts? Only it's one. I mean, you held your ground a bit. I did. Yeah. I did. One box. Yeah. yeah. One <laughs> box I don't need is enough. Two boxes I don't need is seems kind of, kind of a cry for help, actually. So <laughs> um, anyway, but they got their, they got their money. Okay. Uh, all that being said, we're going to start the questioning with Cameron Shaw. Okay. I have a couple of Oscar questions just because who knows if I'll be on again before the Oscars. Um, I'll start with the first, oh, the first one is a little bit longer. Uh, this year, Bradley Cooper became the fifth person to direct himself to a best actor nomination. And I'm wondering who the other four are and bonus points. If you can name the movies. So this year, Bradley Cooper became the fifth person to direct himself to a Best Actor nomination. Who are the other four? Well, isn't Lawrence Olivier in Hamlet one? Lawrence Olivier in Hamlet, and then he has actually two other movies that he got nominated for and directed. Two others. Look, I think Clint Eastwood is one, right? Clint Eastwood is one. Do you happen to? And it's the boxing movie. Um, that Morgan Freeman was in. Yeah, yeah million, 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 on, uh, million Dollar Baby. Million, million Dollar Baby. baby. Yeah. Great. Yes. Um, this is a question for Dana. Did Chaplin do it for a Great Dictator or Modern Times? Um, I don't know if he was so. nominated for. Was Chaplin nominated for Best Actor? He might have no, been. I, yes, yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he, he was. was. <laughs> <laughs> but. But not for modern times. You got great dictators. So Charlie Chaplin right. is one. And I'm going to say let's leave the, the the fourth person out just for audience sake. But, hey, Dana, if you have a, the other two, Laurence Olivier, or the other Chaplin or Clint Eastwood. I would imagine that is one Richard III? One is Richard III, yes. And is the other Othello? Or no. Othello? No. Uh, all right. Think about that then. Okay. Uh, just to repeat the question and everything. Sure. This year, Bradley Cooper became the fifth person to direct himself to a Best Actor nomination. Who are the other four? They're all actors. We've got Charlie Chaplin, Laurence Olivier, and Clint Eastwood. I'm looking for one more. And if you know any of the movies, uh, we're looking for one Charlie Chaplin movie, one Laurence Olivier movie, and one Clint Eastwood movie. And since we sucked both of that up, uh, maybe we should give another question as well. Okay. Well, here's my second Oscars question then. Uh, In 2025, so not this year, but next year, the Oscars have decided to add a new competitive category. What is it? And what was the last new category that was added? And as a bonus, what category do I think needs to be added? All right. We won't won't say anything right at the moment, so we'll give (laughs) the audience a chance. Okay. Nobody asks me when they add new categories, but, you know. So do you mind us to hold off? I, I know the answer to one, I think. Okay. Uh, Dana, Dana thinks wants us to hold off, so we'll let the audience. Okay. Oh wait, and okay. and uh, Laura, you go ahead too. Well, my question involves two things. I think are good questions for here: presidents, since President's Day, I believe, on Monday, and movies. So I'm going to give you a list of six actors, all of whom have played two different presidents in movies. I'd like to know which presidents, and if you know the movie, that's a bonus. And two of the roles were nominated for Academy Awards for acting, so throw those in for no extra money. The six actors are, I'll say them quickly and go back slowly, Anthony Hopkins, Charlton Heston, Paul Giamatti, John Voight, 
a surprise Robin Williams and Rip Torn. So these guys have all been in movies in which they portrayed actual non-fictional American presidents. Which two presidents in which two movies? And if you know which ones were nominated, two of them were nominated for acting awards for Oscars. Anthony Hopkins, Charlton Heston, Paul Giamatti, John Voight, Robin Williams, and Rip Torn. I'll give you a few each. Okay. Um, well, Anthony Hopkins, I believe, was nominated. Was he in Frost Nixon? No, he was in Nixon. Nixon. He was Nixon. Okay. A bell for that one. He was Nixon okay. and Nixon, and he was nominated for nominated that. Nominated for that. Okay. Right. Um, and Joanne just cast the Argo, but that was a fictional precedent, I believe. Yeah. Was it? Turn up on my list. I, um, I don't know if the president was oh. in it. You mentioned it. Was, I, yeah, I, I don't know either. I, I don't think, think he was. I don't anyway, think it would have been a fictional president, though. Yeah, because yeah, that actually uh, Oh, that's right. It was a real thing. Anyway, it was harder. So he, it, so we're looking for another Anthony Hopkins and uh, Heston, Giamatti, John Voight, Robin Williams, and Rip Torn. Well, I'm sure Rip Torn played Nixon. He did. Do you remember the film? Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. Is it, which one would it be? Is it Dick? No, uh, <laughs> not Dick. <laughs> no, there was a one called Dick. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember which one it is. Um, I'll say if we don't get the film, I'll put that. Shammer, do you know the film? I don't know the film. I know one. He played, Nick, he played Nixon in, in Blind Ambition. So give yourself a bell for that. Okay. okay. Um, right. Paul, Paul Giamatti was John Adams in the miniseries yes. John Adams. Does that count? Yeah. yeah. And it was a film, too. Yes, that does count. Oh, yeah, it was a not film, too. For TV. It was a film, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. Good job. All right, we can leave us out. Why don't you repeat that? Okay, so everybody I'm going to name has played has played two presidents, actual United States presidents in movies. Anthony Hopkins, we have Nixon, we're looking for one more. And Rip Torn was Nixon in Blind Ambition, looking for one more. And Paul Giamatti played John Adams in John Adams. I'm looking for Charlton Heston, John Voight, Robin Williams, and the missing films from the other three. All right, just to remind you, the two numbers to join us uh, are area code 415-841. Four one three four, or toll free eight six six seven nine eight eight two five five. Let's go to a call. Are you on Minds Ever Matter? No. Hello. Hi. Anybody there? Oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, in nineteen thirty-eight. Time magazine named this man Man of the Year. What was his name? It was Hitler, was it? No, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, you know what you always say? Uh, uh, history repeats itself. I wonder if maybe this year they're going to uh, nominate Netanyahu, Man of the Year. Okay, so let us uh, talk about the word semantic again, because I love people to be brothers and sisters, not enemies and fighters. The word semantic referred to group language, race, religion, or ethnicity. I'm sorry, I didn't quite get the question. Me neither. Okay, the word semantic, 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 uh, does yeah. it refer to uh, race, ethnicity, religion, or group of language? A group of languages. 
believe it's groups of languages. Yeah, it is. It is, guys. It is, guys. By the way, Arabs are Semitic too. Even Amharic, which are black people of Ethiopia, are Semitic too. Let's get this word out because I love, I love, love, life, uh, love instead of it. Okay, last question very quickly. Names. Benjamin, what does it mean? I will tell you the correct pronunciation is Benjamin. This is correct. Both in Hebrew and Arabic, by the way, it is Benjamin. What does it mean? Don't know. I, I think it not. is it son of God. No, but no. very close. The son. Ben means son. And in fact, the yeah. English language took over. Okay. I will just give you very but it is the son of the right hand. Would you believe that? I son? wonder what to be. Okay, but how about Magda? What Magda means? What name? I'm sorry. Magda. Magda. A woman name is driven from Semitic language, Magda. Like, you know, remember oh, uh, our beautiful uh, triplet. That's Zsa Zsa Gabor's mother. Yeah, Magda. right. Yes, sister, <laughs> Magda, her older sister. Beautiful ladies. I miss them all, three of them. What Magda means? Don't, do not know. I'll tell you very quickly. It means glory. It means glory. Just, just really, really, really. All right, the last one, and then I hang up. Amen. When you, when you end up the, the end of the prayer, what does it mean? Amen. It is, by, by the way, shared between Jews, Christians, and Muslims. Every, all of this religion, the end, and tell you how, how, how close these religions are. They're really the same religion, the same one, except the Greeks screwing it up. All right, so what amen means? Isn't it just the end or something like that? No, not really. It is the name of God in ancient Egypt, Amun. It really is. It really is. The last, last, last one, the L. No, Muslims pray for Allah. But on the other hand, when you go to a Jewish synagogue, it's called Bet El. So what, uh-huh. what, is it, what is the relation between El and Allah? Mm. Answer. It is the same thing. It is the same thing. If you say El, 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 you end up with Allah. That's all. It is the, because it was forbidden for Semitic people of all religion to mention God's name. So they call him El, the one, the one without name. This was the El. Let's remind everybody, please, please stop the stupid word. It is... This genocidal disgusting. Thank you very much. Always a great show. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show and that you are nice and dry. Uh, Feel free to join us. We would love to hear from you. This is a good time to call. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Our panel today, that would be Cameron Shaw, technical, excuse me, teacher and um, cinematographer, and Lori Fisher, teacher at Diablo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you are listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. All right, let me give you a couple of questions. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Who was the only winner? One, One guess each on this, please. Who is the only winner of the Best Actress Academy Award to have the same first name as the then First Lady of the United States? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, oh, man. No, it's after okay. 1927. <laughs> so it's not Martha. Well, That's true. It has to be from 1927 on because it has yeah. to be who was then the First Lady. <laughs> Not named after Martha White. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. If you know this, okay, I have a that. guess, and I'm I'm questioning whether this makes any sense. Did Michelle Williams win during the Obama administration? 
unfortunately, Michelle Williams never won. Oh, Ooh. she didn't? Okay. I don't think so, but it wasn't during, oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right, there's that, my guess. No, that's a, that's a very, that's an interesting guess. No, that's a, that's a good guess. Okay. So just once more, who was the only winner of the Best Actress Academy Award to have the same first name as the then First Lady of the United States? So remember, they had to be the First Lady at the same time as first yeah. one. So Cameron, is there a, a Nancy actress during the Reagan years? I'm trying to brainstorm. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of lady. common names for first ladies, you know, yeah. Laura. Yeah, and- I, I think the most common first lady name is Elizabeth, but that goes all the way back to the 1700s. Mm-hmm. So, um, but potentially. No mamies. Yeah, there's no, no mamies. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. Uh, jo- uh, Joanna's guessing Laura Dern and Laura Bush. Oh, now, uh, not, not it. Okay. I don't. Yeah. That's a good guess. I I have to think about that, Dana. I like that question. How about me? How about Mamie Van Doren and Mamie Hansen? Yeah, that would, <laughs> I would be nice if Mamie Van Doren won. I don't think she. I don't think she. Mamie Van Doren won. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. question. Luke, Lou Costello and Lou Hoover. No, but that was <laughs> that would not work. Uh, anyway, so leave that out once more. Who was the only winner of the Best Actress Academy Award to have the same name? as the then first lady. So the first lady, the first lady at the time of the win. There's only one or there are two? There's only one that I found. Okay. Lori, was there, what What about during the Truman presidency with best chair? I imagine she's Elizabeth yes. Truman. Elizabeth. All right, we're going to keep. <laughs> okay. Jo- Joanne has Taylor? the right answer, but we're going to keep that, let people guess on it. Okay. Uh, okay. Joanne has it. The okay. Very good. Got it. Okay. But hush. Okay. okay. And, um, all right, I'm going to give you another question here. What I'm going to do is give you some leading characters from TV shows between the 60s and the 80s. We're going from the 60s to the 80s. And I want you to tell me the show. That's it. No, nothing, nothing too complicated. Okay. So these are lead characters in shows between the, from the 60s to the 80s in American TV. Tell me the show. How many? Number, number one, Tom Bradford. Number two, Devin Miles. Number three, Charlie Wooster. Number four, Lucas McCain. Number five, Anne Marie. Number six, Philip Gerard. Number seven, Margaret Pinchon. So again, these are lead characters in TV series, major TV series between the 60s and the 80s. I just want you to identify the show. Number one, Tom Bradford. Number two, Devin Miles. Number three, Charlie Wooster. Number four, Lucas McCain. Number five, Anne Marie. Number six, Philip Gerard. Number seven, Margaret Pinchon. I'll give you each one guess. I know a couple of Cameron. Go ahead. Oh, this is this is all you. Okay, <laughs> really you got any? pinpointed my non-genre here. Too. <laughs> okay, all right. Then I'll give I'll give, give them both to Lori. I still have you know, I still have one guest, Lori. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll give you one of my favorites. Anne Marie was that girl played by Marlo Thomas. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, she didn't have a last name, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah. For one, one of my heartthrobs. Brewster, New York, if I recall. That's right. Yeah. 
Yes, good job. Hey, yes, Aunt Marie to, was that girl. And just stick to the one for now? For now. Okay. Yeah. All right, so just once more, uh, who was the only winner of the Best Actress Academy Award to have the same name as the then First Lady? And uh, identify these uh, TV show major characters from the 60s to the 70s. Tell them, tell me what show they're from. Number one, Tom Bradford. Number two, Devin Miles. Number three, Charlie Wooster. Number four, Lucas McCain. Number five, Philip Gerard. Number six, Margaret Pinchon. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Rita in San Francisco. And uh, hi, I have a couple guesses. Uh, Lucas McCain was the rifleman. Oh, that of course is correct. Yes, very nice. Okay, and by any chance did Warren Beatty direct himself to a Best Actor nomination for Reds? Yes, he did. Do good job. Um, Wow, you know his he has he has one more. Do you happen to know what his one more is? If not, heaven can wait. Yes, good job. Good oh, job. Go read I can't believe I got those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Terrific. I have um, I have a question. Um, this might have been better a week ago and before Valentine's Day, but um, according to Open Table, um, what percentage of dinner reservations for Valentine's Day are made the day before or the day of? I love that question. <laughs> Probably pretty high, I would think. Yeah. yeah. I'll go 75%. With, I'll start, Sorry. What did you say? I said 75. Uh, that's kind of high. That's too a high. Okay. too high. I'll go with 45. That's close enough. I'm going to give it to you because it's uh, actually 48. And I, I was just stunned. I couldn't believe it was that high. <laughs> I would have thought that that was something people need, you know, did lots of prep in advance well thank you very much I, again i can't believe i got those answers <laughs> this was fun thank you. you oh thank you so much appreciate your call and you're listening to minds over matter we're here every saturday morning at 10 a.m hope you're enjoying the show we'd love to hear from you of course if you have a question or answer for us the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798 8255. Uh, on the movie question, it was yes, Chris had, um, Chris, I think we got this, but but Chris had the uh, Clint Eastwood yep. answer, Unforgiven. So, oh, we, you know, that. I don't think you guys said Unforgiven. You said Million Dollar Baby. So oh, okay. Good job, Chris. All right. Thank you. So it's both yes. of them. Eastwood yeah. did it twice. Okay. Yeah. So all these people did it twice. I see. That's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three times in Lawrence Cynthia, Olivia's case. Cynthia uh, just emailed with an inter- very interesting answer. She, she she was wondering if Auntie Mame uh, would count with Mamie with, during Eisenhower, and you know that's a, that's a, that's a very that's a very interesting guess. It's not quite the same, and and um, I mean it's it's spelled obviously there's a letter difference, but. Um, between Mamie and Mame, but um, but Aunt Rosalind Russell did not win, so so you would have to be somebody to do to win. But she was nominated for Annie Mame, so you're kind of but, but, but they don't have, but they don't have the same first name. 
Mamie and Mame, you know, Mamie no, Eisenhower. But, but I thought it was the name of the actress, the actual name of the actress. And no, the no, name. no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that, that is. Uh, but it was yeah. interesting that she brought that up. So, yeah, that's um, cool. And uh, Carlton has Pinchon as Lou Grant, which is correct. Mrs. Pinchon nice. was Very the owner nice. of the paper and Lou Grant. Who went on to be Tony Soprano's mother. Yeah, right. Yeah, great action. So, okay. Um, and uh, let's see, Cameron, I think it's your turn. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, People Magazine did not in 1994 select a sexiest man alive in 2015 they retroactively filled that position for 1994 can you tell me who they picked that's very strange (laughs) isn't it weird i couldn't find a reason why either way why they didn't give it and then why they went retroactive well why i couldn't find a reason why they did not give it in 1994 and so in 2015 they picked somebody who was sexy in in 1994 yes yes (laughs) <laughs> and was it somebody who has won more than once? Oh, I, you know, I don't know. I would guess maybe. So I'll That's go a with a strong possibility. <laughs> I'll go with Tom Cruise. No, great guess, but no. Yeah. He was sexy. So was then, it right? somebody who was, um, was it somebody who was just coming up and sort of young at the, in 1994? Kind of. I would say. Towards the beginning of his career, but certainly not an unknown at that point. And somebody who was very much a bigger star in 2015? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And somebody that's around today? Yes. Still sexy? Still sexy. Oh, okay. It's a good question. It's a weird, weird thing, isn't it? So, I guess, do you think of Tom Cruise, maybe? That's what I guess. But Lori guessed Tom Cruise, too. It is not Tom Cruise. Is it a movie star? Yes, movie star. How about Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves, good job. Nice work. Really? Nice work. Okay. I know you read People Magazine, Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Only in the dentist's office. Um... All right, good. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Morning. Um, it's a rainy day. So there is annual census of billionaires around the world, and in 2023, over the top three cities uh, for billionaire. Oh, Tom, Tom, you're breaking up just a little bit. Just start again, if you would. Thank you. Okay, um, there's an annual census of billionaires and where they live in cities around the world. Okay. And for 2023, I wanted to know what the top three cities are for billionaires living in. And for extra points in the, in the correct order. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll, I'll lead with New York City. And New York City is number one. All right. All right. You guys get two and three then. And then the the second one is not an American city, and the third one is. Okay. I was going to guess. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to guess Hong Kong. That's correct. Oh, for the second one? Great. That's the second one. Is is Beijing one? The third one is an American city. Okay. American city. 
that well, 84 billionaires live in. Well, Los Angeles would be my guess. No. How about That's San right Francisco? State. How about yeah. right. It's uh, San Francisco. Oh, good. Wow. Now, per capita, we, we must kick butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we kick their butt. Yeah. You're probably right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, in what country is the largest amount of U.S. currency in circulation outside the United States? Apparently, in this country, 10% of all U.S. currency is in circulation there, something in the order of $200 billion. Well, let me ask this. There are some countries that use the U.S. dollar rather than their own national currency. Uh, is it one of those countries? My guess would be no in the sense that fiscal chaos seems to account for why so much U.S. currency is in circulation. Well, so I guess I could guess a place like Zimbabwe, which I know wants to use the dollar, and uh, or Argentina, which is going through a lot of inflation <laughs> right now. You got it. The latter, nice. Argentina. Argentina, yeah. Had right. 10% of all currency. You, you, you know your current it's events. Good. Well, good job, as always, and love the show. Thank you so much. Appreciate your call. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're enjoying the show. We'd love to hear from you, of course. Uh, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And, Lori, I think it's your turn. All right. I have one correction to make based on something Cameron answered on my president's question. I oh. have two lists, and one was television presidents. Paul Giamatti's only played presidents on TV shows. So John Adams is correct, but he shouldn't have been on my list because I was only <laughs> asked for movies. My next question is about, as you know, I was inspired by the idea that um, Oppenheimer and Barbie were both nominated for Best Picture. So I'm looking now for, and this is a gendered question, for pictures nominated for uh, Best Movie in which the first name of a fictional woman, like Barbie, who I believe is fictional, is the entire name of the film. So I'm looking for films nominated for Best Picture. I think there's six of them. It was a name of a fictional woman is the entire name of the film. Just nominated, not one. Uh, one of them won, and the rest did not. Just the fictional, can, can it be a first and last name, or just a first no, name? or just matter? the first name only, so like Barbie. Oh. Yeah. And not a nickname, so I looked at Tootsie, so not Tootsie. These okay. are all first names. And Joanne guess Francis, but that was not nominated. She she was real for one thing, and it was not nominated. See, these are all fictional women, unless I'm wrong. Maybe 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 some of them are real, but I think of them as fictional. Okay, how about Jezebel? Oh, Jezebel that's is. good. Yeah, that's, that's very good. good. 1938, very nice. That's the first one on the list. Okay, give her a bell on that one. Very that's good. One. Yeah, there's another one in the 30s. Fictional uh, woman, fictional, yeah. and one of them won. What that's picture? One. Um. um uh, uh, uh. Well, did Mildred? Oh, no, that's right. You said for not first and yeah. last. I was oh, Cleopatra. Cleopatra, because this came. This came but up. She's, but she's she's real. Real. I'm yeah. only looking oh, that's for fictional. Yeah. yeah, only looking uh -huh. for fictional, like Jezebel and Barbie. And I 
I also would think Alice Adams, but Alice Adams is is that's Both a first names. and last name. Correct. Same with Annie yeah. Hall. What about Gigi? Yes. Gigi's not only uh, the one, it's the one that won Best Picture. The one that won, yeah, okay. Yeah, 1955. <laughs> so we have Jezebel and Gigi. Very nice. Okay. How about Pygmalion? Oh, uh, no. that's interesting. Pygmalion is not a name of a character in the movie, right? I don't know what well, he's nominated. Pygmalion is a name of a character. Right? It, is, it, is a, it is a character that... Um, it's based based on it is a know, character from literature, and sure. uh, it is referred to in the movie. So, I well, yeah, there's no character named Pygmalion in the movie, right? I mean, well, you know, uh, Eliza Doolittle is the Pygmalion esque character. Anyway, give yourself a half a bell for that one. We don't have to quibble <laughs> right. about that. I, look, how about, and by the way, how about Nanachka then? Yes, Nanachka is the other okay. one from the third. Right. How and many then, do we have left? You have four left. Oh wow! Yeah. And one of them will be, I'm not sure about. You know, I can't explain it any more than that. I'm not sure if she's okay. fictional or not. I'm not sure she is. Anyway, so I'm looking for the, the names of films nominated for Best Picture, which the entire name of the film is the name of a female um, fictional character, like Barbie. And we have Jezebel, Nanachka, and Gigi. We're going in chronological order, looking for four more. Okay. Is the one that you're not sure about her? No. Okay. Because they think of her, that's on my list, is like Tootsie. I okay. don't think of that as a human character, but it's on, um, yeah. Okay, okay. But that, that, I'd give you a happy dollar for what that. About, what about a character who is never seen in the movie, but is the, so if I said Rebecca. Oh, oh good. Oh. You know she what? is seen. She and is she's seen a human in character. a picture, in yeah. a portrait. Yeah. She is seen. So You know what? Put her on. Give her, I'm adding her to that. That's a that, really yeah. She, she yeah, doesn't appear. Call. No one. No one portrays her in the movie, right? But she's depicted. But she is seen, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd give you a bell for that one. And that was that. Did that win? It did. Did yeah, it did. won. Best it won. All right. Yeah. So Rebecca's hanging out with Gigi, and I'm still looking for four more with a okay. questionable ones. Okay. Good job. Uh, all right. So you don't have to repeat that, but let's quickly repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. Uh, Cameron, we'll start with you. Okay, get back to the right page. Uh, all right. Um, I so this year Bradley Cooper became the fifth person to direct himself to a Best Actor nomination. We have all the other four actors, but I am looking for a few of their movies that they were nominated for. So I'm looking for the other Charlie Chaplin movie besides The Great Dictator, and the third Laurence Olivier movie besides Richard V. Or I'm sorry, Henry V and Richard III. Um, then I have in 2005, the Oscars have decided to add a new, I'm sorry, in 2025, the Oscars have decided to add a new competitive category. What is it? And what was the last new category that was added? Um, and we want to know what category you want added to. Yeah. And if you care to take a a guess at what category. It's a bonus question. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bonus question. And then I believe. That's all I have out because you guys got the People Magazine one. Okay. My my first question was about actors who have portrayed presidents in movies, and there I've eliminated Paul Giamatti because he's only played two uh, presidents on TV. Looking for one more movie by Anthony Hopkins. We have Nixon, Charlton Heston, John Voight, Robin Williams, and we're looking for the other Rip Torn movie. He played Nixon in Blind Ambition, 
and he played another president in a comedy. A little hint there. Can I guess on Robin Williams? Yes. I think he was, I haven't actually seen this movie. I think he was FDR, or no, Teddy Roosevelt in Night at the Museum. He was. I think okay. there's three different versions of it. Very good. Okay. Excellent. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Charlton Heston did not play Nord Fillmore. So uh, <laughs> I imagine he played Abraham Lincoln. He did not, at least not according he did not to my list. Oh, that's he did not. Hmm. But all of his are pre all. Oh, no, he Jack played Heston's. Andrew Jackson, of course. Yes, he did. Yeah, in The President's Lady, and uh, and he was also Andrew Jackson in The Buccaneer, I believe. Yeah, very good. Twice he played Andrew Jackson. Give yeah. yourself two bells on right, that one. Right, 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 and we're right, still right. looking. He played another president in a different movie. Anyway, the rest are out there. Um, and the- Oh, okay. Yes, and, and let's see what I have out here. Um, who was the only winner of the Best Actress Academy Award to have the same name as the then First Lady? And I won't give you that. I will give you that answer momentarily. And uh, I wanted to identify the these TV series from the names of some of the lead characters. Number one is Tom Bradford. Number two is Devin Miles. Number three is Charlie Wooster. Number four is Philip Gerard. Number five, uh, we had that, got that Margaret Pinchon. That was from Lou Grant. But so just going for Tom Bradford, Devin Miles, Charlie Wooster, and and Philip Gerard. And I seem to refer to some of the uh, emails that have been coming in about this. And uh, first of all, let's see, Patricia said Lawrence Olivier Hamlet. That was correct. On uh, oh Hamlet, that's Hamlet's. the one we didn't have. Good job. No, no. no oh, I, thought had, I thought I mentioned that at the top. Uh, oh, I heard you say Henry the Fifth. I'm sorry. I'm oh, so sorry. all right. Okay, but either way, give that give that to Patricia there. Yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, Benjamin was wondering the best picture name, Lady Bird. Oh, for Lori, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well. All right. So. <laughs> I don't check with nominated for best picture actually, but I think anyway. it was. It was nominated of, for best picture. I think of I, Lady Bird as being like Tootsie. I think of that as a nickname for the character rather than her. Okay, name. but I'm happy to give him a bell. We can be generous with the bells. I mean, it's a, an effective guess. Uh, Carlton was wondering about Marnie, which is the Hitchcock film. Oh, that's but that wasn't nominated for best picture. It was not. Um. Tina had Philip Gerard, who was the cop who pursued poor David Jansen in the Fugitive TV yes. show, and that is correct, of course. So Philip Gerard is the Lieutenant Philip Gerard from the Fugitive. Uh, Sandra had uh, Robin Williams, uh, who played Teddy Roosevelt. We just got yeah. that. Correct. And let's see. Uh, yes, and Peter... Uh, I should give credit to um, to our board op as well on this. Uh, but Peter, I had Hillary Swank, and that is indeed right, of course. Okay. Hillary Swank, and or they spell it one letter difference, but but uh, that's fine. <laughs> Hillary Swank won for Boys Don't Cry at the time when Hillary Clinton was first lady of the United States. So very good on everybody. And uh, Joanne, you got that too, I should say. All right, good job. Okay, I think it's my turn. Um, 
All right. What was the first mass-produced national cookie brand in the United States? Yeah. What was the first mass-produced national cookie brand in the United States? It's a. I wouldn't ask the question if it wasn't a name that we recognize. Okay. Uh, it's still, and it's still around. Started in 1908. And it's still around. It is not still around, but it oh. it was still around up until fairly recently. Oh. So, oh, was it Thank bought you. perhaps by a larger brand? that why? No. I think it, it was always owned by a fairly large company, and I think they just decided that it wasn't doing as well as it used to. Okay. Is it a chocolate cookie? Is there chocolate in that cookie? I don't think I'm going to break it down. Any oh, further. How about Famous Amos? <laughs> no. No, that Famous Amos doesn't go quite, back quite that far. Okay. But uh, So again, what is the first mass-produced national cookie brand in the United States? It was around until fairly recently. Uh, started in 1908. Hmm. Leave that that's out. cool. But that's gonna. I would say, Cameron, it's going to be something like a vanilla wafer or a shortbread cookie. Yeah. One that isn't too complicated. That would be trying to think of ones that aren't around anymore. Yeah. Right. So this is the actual cookie and not the larger brand, correct? Like it's well, the cookie and the brand have the same name. Okay, so is it Nilla Wafers? It is not because Nilla oh. Wafers is very popular and still very much around. Jo- Joanne's guessing Lauren at noon. I think that's around too, still. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll check my cupboard. I probably have it, some. I, I promise you it's a name that you 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 do know. Okay. okay. So. Uh, so, again, what was the first mass produced national cookie brand in the United States? Started in 1908. Uh, it was around until fairly recently. And it was always a national brand. Uh, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Is it I? It is you. Hi, uh, Sacramento Slim here. Hi, hey, good to uh, hear from you. Oh, thank you. And hello to everyone. Hi. Uh, I've got a question. I've got a question about... Or, yeah, one question about the founders of uh, well-known magazines. <clears throat> uh, at least well-known, I think, to most of us. Uh, there are multiple uh, founders, but for each of these three magazines, there's a well-known founder, and that's the one I'm looking for. So the magazines are Village Voice, Time Magazine, and The New Republic. Name well, Henry Henry Luce's Time Magazine. I assume that that's is the correct. one. Yeah. That is correct. Is the Village Voice Clay Felker? Uh, how, what was that? Is the Village Voice Clay Felker? No, no, he was an editor. He wasn't an owner. I think, wasn't the Village Voice, was it Norman Mailer? He was, was involved with that. It yeah. was? It was. It was he was one of the others. people that contributed money to the founding of it. Wait, I don't know if that counts. Well, it does. I, I might think it's so. Is that? I'm sorry. It's, uh, Slim, is that is that the one you were thinking of? Uh, yes. Yes. No one made. Oh, good. Okay. Wait a minute. And so, the New Republic is the only one left. That's old, right? Wasn't that in the nineteenth century? Around, but it's been around a long time. No, but wasn't it founded in the nineteenth century? No, no. I, I think the New Republic's from the twenties, isn't it, or the teens? I, I'm thinking from around the twenties. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'll check that out later. But there's uh, one fairly well known, uh, fairly well known founder. 
it's a, it's a, was wasn't it a columnist, a national columnist of some? Uh, yes, he was. Is it Walter? Was it Walter Lippman? It was. That's All right. <laughs> All right. You guys are too good. Uh, great thank show. You. Thanks for the call. Oh, thank you. Appreciate your calling. And if you'd like to join us here with a question or answer, uh, those numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And all right, who has a quick question they can throw in? All right, Lauren, go ahead. So this one I, I got from talking to a meter maid. I don't know what the proper <laughs> term is. Okay. okay. Giving out tickets. And the first part's easy. The second part's tricky. So there's five colors that are used in California for curbs, painted curbs. What are the five colors? That should be pretty easy. Okay. Well, white. Yep. Green. Red. Yep. Red. Yellow. Yep. And blue. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. And these three have something in common. And he told me this is a way to remember them. Red, white, and blue curbs have this unique thing in common. What is it that the other two don't have? And it was very handy. I'm happy to know this. This is my public service announcement. <laughs> uh, red, white, well, red, you can't park. Uh, blue is handicap. Yeah, and white is a loading zone, right? Or is yellow yeah, a loading zone? They all, they all have restrictions, right? You can't park. Yeah, yeah but the, these have a different restriction than, the, than green and yellow. So green and yellow, are they time restrictions? Yes. Okay. Red, white, and blue are 24 hours a day. You know, I've said, can I park here? It's white. He said, red, white, and blue, never park there. So that, that was that park. was it. Yeah. And so, and what, one, if you have to wait in your car, if you're dropping people off at white, uh, disabled zone, blue zones, never. And red zones, uh, fire hydrants and emergency errors, not. So that was that was Very good. Good. Okay. All right. And I have another quick one if you want it. This one's a little tougher, or should we move on? Uh, okay. We'll get Cameron, Cameron to ask, ask a question. Yeah, Cameron. Cameron, do you want to ask one? Uh, sure. I have a feeling this has been asked on this show before. What is the longest-running play in the world currently running? Is on this Broadway in English? Or, or It is in English, yes. It, and this is on Broadway or any place in it the world? It is any place in the world. Ooh. Currently running, so I, I would have said the mousetrap, but but I think uh, I believe the mousetrap is still running because that is the answer that I have. If it's not running, okay. then mea culpa. All right, All is right, it not that. running? Do you know that? I'll take credit for it then. Okay, I think it's I think it's still running. I think it's okay. still running too, but I, I could be mistaken. And okay. I have it paused during COVID for a while. I'm looking at the time, so I have a guess on Cameron's question about the newest category for the Academy Awards. Great, yes, it's going to be. I think it's going to be casting. Which has the yes. best overall casting? Yes, achievement uh, in casting. Excellent. And then I don't know what the what, when was the last most recent new award? What year would that have been? Two thousand one. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it was though. Yeah, and then Cameron, I can't guess what year is. It probably has something to do with cinematography. It doesn't have anything to do with cinematography. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, I should say that CM got that uh, uh, in the email. So oh, good. Uh, good job. Thank you. Oh, sorry, CM. And yes, yeah, so did Adam. So there you go. Uh, all right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning. It's Bill in El Cerrito. Hi, Bill. 
Hey, uh, all right, so the answers that I did have have been taken, so I have a question, and mm -hmm. this is a film question. Um, what actor learned to drive a train for his role in a film, and who directed that film? Well, give me a, give me an idea how old this film is. Just maybe that would help just a little bit. Well, okay, I'll give you uh, two clues in the same sentence. Uh, it was an early noir. Okay. Early noir. Early, early. Uh, so there's, there's two. There's two clues there, early and noir, right? Yes. Is it a silent film? It is not. Okay. So is it 30s or 40s? 30s. 30s. He's driving a train. It's the 1930s. Driving a train. And we see the actor driving the train in the movie? Absolutely. He is it insisted on it. Is it an American, American movie? No, it is not. Okay. Oh. That's, that's part of the second clue from that se sentence I had before. The noir, so it's French. Is it French? So is it, yeah. Yes. Is it, is it, so is it, is it... Uh, the Grand Delusion? Oh. No. No. Is it, they, I have a feeling it's a film that they remade called Human Desire. Is it, is that... Is there any... Go for it, Dana, you're there. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the French version of it, but they remade it as a film called Human Desire in the 50s. Yes, um, who, but who, 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 who was the actor that learned to drive the train for that film? Oh, boy. I, I, and I and I'll tell you this, the actor and the director share the same first name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John. Is it John? No. Okay, Jean, Jean, yes. No. Wait. 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 So, Jean Renoir. Is Jean? Yeah. I. I don't. Is it? No. Is, is it? No. Is it Jean Renoir? No. Oh, Jean Gabin. Yes. And right. Jean Renoir. And Jean, and Jean Renoir in La Benjamin. Wow. Right. So yeah, it was the. It was the. I recall it was the. It was the. The wife who was having an affair with. The wife of the engine driver was having an affair with a man, and well, not and quite. No, the, the different. It was a different. Uh, the wife of a of a different character was having affairs with different a couple of different men, including the guy driving the train. Hmm. And uh, Gabin had a real fascination with trains, and he insisted uh, on being taught how to drive the train so that he could do the actual driving of the train during the oh i think we lost you yeah we lost him uh, uh, oh. hello there you go okay I, yeah yeah uh, that was um that was pretty fascinating to find out about but it, it's a right. great film um and i strongly recommend that you take a look at it sometime all right well thank, thank you, you very much for the question <laughs> All right. Okay. And you're listening to Minds Ever Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we have a few minutes left, and we'd love to hear from you. Those two numbers are area code 
8414134 or toll free 8667988255 uh, let's see david was wondering if nabiscos were the cookie but no it wasn't nabiscos um strong nabisco yeah still you're quite right still going strong and uh all right next call Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Carla Hi. in Oakland. Hi, Carla. Hi, uh, Tom Bradford, Eight is Enough. That uh, is correct. Tom Bradford is Eight is Enough. Yeah, Dick Van Patten. I think it, I, yeah, Dick Van Patten, right. Okay, that's it. <laughs> All right. Way to well, go, Carla. <laughs> and uh, let me see here. So what do we still have? Uh, oh, yes, I'm still looking for the first mass-produced national cookie brand in the United States, started in 1908, active until fairly recently. And so far, we, I still have Devin Miles, Charlie Wooster, just Devin Miles and Charlie Wooster for the for the TV characters. I want you to tell me what TV show they were from. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Erin. I'm calling from San Francisco. Hi, Erin. Hi. Uh, we're wondering if the mass-produced cookie was Fig Newton. No, Fig Newtons are, matter of fact, last week, I, I don't know if you listened last week or not, but um, they, I asked a question of the three most popular non-chocolate cookie brands in the U.S., and Fig Newtons is actually number one. So, but they're called Newtons now rather than Fig Newtons. But, <laughs> uh... but so they're very much around. Um, I feel like they've this, been around since the late 1800s. Um, they were not a national brand. They were not mass produced. They 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 are older than 1908. You're right about that, but not okay. as a national cookie. Uh, but it. anyway, they're Thank very you. much around. But yeah, anyway. Okay, have a good one. Bye. Right. Thank and you. The fig Newtons in my cupboard have been around since the 1880s. I believe that's that's uh, possible. Yeah, <laughs> I, things in the back of my refrigerator that may have qualified yeah. too. Um, but all right, next call. Hi, your minds ever matter. Uh, hi, it's KDF calling from Allendale Park in Oakland. Hi. Um, so for hi, so far as John Voigt, uh, was the president, uh, FDR? He was in what movie? Do you remember? I can't place it. No, it was he, he was FDR in Pearl Harbor. Very good. Give her a bow. Oh, yeah. yes. And then, Very nice. Uh, oh. Thank you. And then so far as the category that Cameron wants, I don't know if this is just a projection, but um, uh, how about uh, stunt women and stunt men? Yes, that is absolutely oh. the one that I think needs Good to Good job on that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for oh. reading my mind. I appreciate that. You, you have... You have. <laughs> Rock the entire audience, Karen. That's great. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, well, enjoy your days. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. And okay, so we have we have all the answers to that one now, Cameron. Uh, no, I'm still looking for the last uh, introduced the la- the most recently introduced new category in 2001. What that would have been. All right. Okay. Uh, Tina was wondering if um, the movie with the woman's name is Gilda, where's Gilda? Uh, but I don't think that was nominated. Was that nominated? nominated for Best okay. Picture. Lori, yeah. I, I, I think I have one of those. 
Can I this again? Yep. How about um, Norma Ray? Well, I didn't count it because it's listed as two words. Oh, you're, right? I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But otherwise it would count. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If it was just Norma, I'd give it to you, but I can't. No bell. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. Hmm. Uh, all right. And um, Thomas was wondering if the oldest cookie was Animal Crackers. And I think Animal hmm. Crackers have been around longer than 1908, but not as a national cookie. Uh, and, they're, and they're still around. And they're still around. Yeah. And, um, right. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Let's see if we can take one more call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hi, this is Steven in San Rafael. And my answers are Mulan, uh, Michael, uh, uh, American President Michael, uh, whatever his last, Douglas, and Hydrox. Well, well, I can't speak I to can't the, speak to the <laughs> I can't speak to the president one. Is he right about that, Michael Douglas? In in, in what? It, as a president. Well, he, he, he did play my, a president in American yeah. President. Yeah, but he's not on my list, and he didn't. That wasn't the real president, right? Oh no, no. Yeah, so no on that. And okay. Hydrox. However, Hydrox is correct. All right, you are right about that. Hydrox was the first mass-produced national cookie brand in the United States, 1908, and uh, it was it was around. They they it went away for a little while, and then they brought it back again uh, for several years, and then it disappeared again about oh maybe seven, eight, nine years ago. Uh, so yes, Hydrox, very good. You got that. Good job on that. All right, time to clean up here. Um, Cameron, we'll start with you. Okay, um, the only thing that I have left out is the category introduced in 2001 to the Oscars was Best Animated Feature. And oh. I believe Spirited Away won that year, but I don't don't quote me on of course. that. Yeah. All right. On my American President's question, Anthony Hopkins played John Quincy Adams in Amistad. Charlton Heston, Heston played Thomas Jefferson in The Patriots. John Voight played George Washington in An American Carol. And Robin Williams played Eisenhower in The Butler. And oddly enough, Rip Torn played Ronald Reagan in Airplane 2, the sequel. The fictional women characters who, who were nominated for Best Picture with just a one word in the title, the four we're missing are Fanny, Tess, Juno, and the last one is Julia. And the reason it has a question mark is there's some dispute as to whether Julia was an actual real person or not. Okay? And that's all I have. Okay, and uh, let's see, the only TV characters left, um, Charlie Wooster was the cook on Wagon Train uh, with a beard, and Devin Miles was the, played by Edward Mulher, was the scientist who developed a Knight Rider, the Knight Rider car <laughs> on Knight Rider. So, anyway, if we can get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember the Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We do hope you have a nice dry weekend uh, inside. Uh, we can't do much about it outside. But um, anyway, my thanks to uh, Cameron Chaw, uh, Cameron Chaw, who um, came and did a nice job today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Teacher, teacher and cinematographer, Lori Fisher, teacher at Dabble Valley College. I've been your moderator, Dan Rodriguez. Thanks to Joanne Marr for handling board and phones. And as I said before, and we'll say again, thanks to you out there for taking the time to tune in and call in. Have a great week, everybody. Please join us next Saturday morning at 10. Take care. Bye-bye.